Mm, welcome back. Oh man. Hoody who. Gotta start the shot off. The, show, the show off with a shot. He can't even say it. He's yeah, just. Dude. You've been on vacation mode, so you got, you know. Dude, I'm still. I know. Uh, your BHC is. Oh, it's off right now. You need more alcohol in that blood. Faith is loving it, though, because I'm still in vacation mode, so my anxiety is like low as fuck. Like, I got, <laughs> I'm just fucking, dude. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> Like, I was trying to make plans with Kyle this weekend, and she's like, well, you didn't put your plans on the calendar. I was like, I don't know. We're just, we made plans. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't even know. I don't know what's going on. And she's like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. We'll find out. He's a drifter. Yeah. I'll tell you about it after we do this delicious <laughs> shot of Jack Fire. Sponsor the show. <laughs> Please do. Goes good with this delicious ice cold Mayday beer. Oh, yeah, get the bond on the uh, ice-cold mugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris came over with his mugs, so I was like, oh, shit. But mine had had a beer in it earlier, which I drank, and it wasn't cold anymore, so I took, put it in your freezer, ah, and I ah. grabbed a fresh one here. That's oh, why I got that's your... That's how you do it, man. Red Wolf glass. Oh, Red Wolf. You ever have Red Wolf beer when it was out? Never had, in no. Back in the day. Or Red Dog, too. It sounds like one of those hangover beers, like... Yeah, like Keystone or... Uh, yeah. Ice House? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Ice House is the worst, man. Every time I drink Ice House, I get I it. went through an Ice House phase when I was like 21, mm-hmm. 22. I was like, because for some reason, I don't know why, I thought it was more sophisticated than just the Bud Light or something. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I'm going to drink Ice House. <laughs> it was terrible. So you're like, it's, it's ice brewed. It's yeah. Cool. Then I did a Michelob thing for a while because I was like. I like Michelob, man. Yeah, I like Michelob. Bad. I didn't, then Amberbach came out. And I was like, Dude, oh, Amberbach was the first beer that wasn't like a Bud Light yep, that yep. I liked. Like, I mean, it was. Yeah. I was on that shit for a while. I never got into the MGD, but I can uh, do. I did, I did that for a while. Like There's definitely some hangover beer, though, yeah. for sure, man. That shit. You know, Ooh. actually, uh, our buddies from Orlando were here last weekend, and Brandon. Those guys threw uh, down. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon. Uh, actually, he can't drink Miller High Life because he had a bad experience on Miller High Life, and we went through when we went through our High Life phase. Now I, I can drink it, no problem. But, uh, yeah, he still cannot drink a High yeah. Life. You know, I haven't had a High Life in a while. I've got to be honest with you. Why the hell are we talking about Miller High Life when we got these delicious Mayday Boer Blondes in front of us? Right, we're talking 521 about... 521 Murfreesboro, Old Salem Road, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, MaydayBrewery.com. And exciting news coming up. We're a few weeks away from dropping the Share Your Buzz beer. Oh, shit. Yep. It's yep. delicious. Ozzy just, uh, yeah, he just sent me a... A picture of him. He he took it out of. It's done. It's done uh, fermenting, and it's uh, it's. I think he's cooling it now. We did not spit in it. Nope. It's got a little. We did other things. I in wanted it. to. <laughs> Chris <laughs> wanted to put a little bit of himself in every glass, but I we told him this is not a religious <laughs> ceremony. This is not the, the blood of Chris. In every uh, yeah. But it does look. Uh, it does look delicious. Sitting now there. Tell, tell them what kind of beer we made. Well, we made a stout. Mm-hmm. A stout should I think I believe Ozzy said before. Um, now there's no way of testing this until it's until it's done and on tap. I believe I could be wrong about that, but as far as he said, he's assuming it to be somewhere between a six and an eight percent. 
It's gonna be and a good brew. It's gonna dilute a little bit because he's going. He was the original plan was to add some coffee to it and make it a coffee stout. I'm not sure where in the process we are on that. He just sent me a text and said it's, it's it's ready to be. It's it's a beer now and it's ready to be, to be cooled. So I'm excited about that. Sweet. So uh, yeah. Some coffee in that shit. Unfortunately, we uh, we are like all booked up for the. Well, fortunately and fortunately, <laughs> it's a good problem to have. But we are all booked up for the rest of August, so we have to wait till September to get out there and actually do the full release. What happened tonight? So. <laughs> Why don't we have a guest tonight? What happened tonight? Yeah. Well, there was a. Uh, you kicked it. You went. You wanted a vacation. Yeah. Let's talk about I, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I just got back from Miami. Mr. Fucking Miami. Miami. Did you have Mr. a Cuban sandwich? Did you do like the stereotypical gotta get a Cuban sandwich thing? Dude, not only, um, it's not that stereotypical. It's like fucking, it's like a tour. It's a like it's, it's like the way, yeah. Yeah. I, we, we did a little bit of everything, man. I went down there with my daughter, Kimmy, and we did a little bit of everything. We, we did some straight up like cliche Miami stuff. And then we also went to Little Havana. We, uh. Yeah, man, we got a, we did a bunch of stuff, cool stuff. I don't want to go through like, like this is like I don't want to do the audio version of like looking, watching, making you watch my family slides. Yeah, but yeah. We did, uh, we did a, a bunch of everything, man. And Miami was exact. It's exactly what you think it would be like if you've never been. It's South Beach is just like flaunting money is the attraction there. Like that's the tourist attraction is money, yeah. but not like classy money, like just like like it's. The whole three days I was down there, I felt like I was in a long rap video. It was just... <laughs> it's like I could totally see that shit. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, Lamborghinis and, yeah. uh, you know, Bentleys, uh, houses on the water, just uh, all the buildings. There's, there's a party going. It's kind of like Nashville in the sense that there's a party going on all day. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like from like 1 o'clock in the afternoon until 3 o'clock in the morning, there's a party going on somewhere. And we went to a bunch of them. We found a couple of places. I'm sure the stories will come up over the next couple of weeks as we as I talk about it or things pop into my head. But uh, I think our favorite day for both me and her, aside from, like, we did a jet boat tour. We went out, like, on the speedboat. Uh, we went to a pool party. On Ocean Drive, like on on the beach. We'll start with the speedboat. I want to know about that. How Dude, that was pretty. Was that? that was pretty cool, man. It was a it was a like an oversized speedboat where they take you out. It was like half half adventure tour, half um, tour of the the stars houses. Mm-hmm. So they take you out out of the bay, and it's like a bunch of bunch of people. Like you were getting into a um, like a ride at a theme park, sort of like like four rows of like benches, but they're built into this speedboat. Sure. And. Uh, yeah, they just they put music on and they like they troll you around, do some tricks, and then in between that they take you out to Star Island and show you like where Will Smith's house is and uh, all that shit out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor and all that stuff. Gotcha. Dude, it, and then uh, we did. So you did a beach party. Did we went we went to we did so much stuff it's hard for me to remember what, what all happened. But yeah, we went to a a hotel party on the beach. Like a okay. like a back like a, a pool party. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was probably the most stereotypical Miami thing. And it was cool yeah. though. It was it was super. It was packed. But so it they was, were all her age, and you were like the weird old. No, dude, age. there was a good mix of people there. <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised, man. I was really surprised. I'm everybody glad, there, I'm glad dude, Everybody that that works there. I mean, all kinds of people visiting there. But everybody that works there, all the bartenders, all the whole, all the hotel staff, no, nobody less than like an eight. They're all beautiful people. The guys, the girls, everybody, dude. Just everybody's hot, and uh, just and they're everywhere. Like sh- like wearing as least clothes as possible is like what is like what you do there. It's like the most amount of money. I could go down the there with my beer gut. 
Dude, I, I don't. Dude, there was nah. We, you, you, <laughs> we'd be fine down there because there was there was some people. Uh, See this thing right there? By the way, we t- both Tony and I have our shirts open. It's hot as hell in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, right now. Chris actually had it's his pleasant. shirt off before the show. I did. I thought I was back in Miami. Whew, it's fucking hot, son. But yeah, man, we this this pool party. There was like the the neon lights on the building, like the palm trees were like, like sticking up into like the afternoon sky, like reflecting against the sky. Like it just it looked like just palm trees with lights in them and lights on the building and pool party and DJ doing like Spanish music and it was packed to where everybody was having a good time but it wasn't so packed that you were like shoulder to shoulder it was like the perfect yeah. it was like a, a what you'd see in a movie man like if you were to take a, a Miami party in a movie and that's the other thing man no problems there everybody just getting along I guess when you're rich and you're on vacation there's no reason to be upset sure. like dude it's just everybody um I didn't see any problems, man. Everybody was just having a good time. Uh, we went to this place called Mangoes Tropical Cafe, which was like that. This was like the all night sweaty dance party, you know. Yeah. And I was even after the first night, I was like, oh, maybe it's not the base. But my daughter was fucking loving it. We were, uh, we found this little corner where we had a little space. Yeah. So, but dude, it was just uh, drinks were flowing. Uh, they, they, the place was packed uh, once again, but nobody was like really like there was no issues. This is salsa, man. This was in a in South Beach. What kind of band was it? Uh, this w- this place, they had a DJ, but the oh, staff okay. was also, like the bar staff was also entertainers. Uh, they would get up on stage and do skits, like like musical acts and stuff, yeah, like dances yeah, yeah. and things. And it was a little risque, but you know, well, she didn't mind, so well, I didn't dude, mind. She's a fucking adult. But yeah, everybody was, everybody there was hot. Grown-ass woman as far yeah. as her age, yeah. but not, you know. Dude, it was just, uh, yet, it was insane. That, that was like the all-night, like stereotypical sweaty, you know, everybody's drinking yeah. mojitos and getting drunk, and yeah, but it, but nobody nobody was like sloppy or gross or like like it was just, it was a good time. Everybody just kept it together. But our all and I'm skipping over a lot of the in between stuff here. But our me and her both, our all time best night I think was uh, we went to Little Havana, and that was super dope, man. It was just yeah. like a lot like very like like you can tell all the. Does it look like? Yeah. It looks like you would you oh, I've never been to Havana, but it looks like like an old Spanish it? town. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's like we went to ate dinner at this place called Old Havana and it was the front of the building, the facade of the like is is all open. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there like by by the bar area, there's a three piece band playing. People at like families at tables are reading behind us. It's like a mix of like young people out on dates and then families and then older couple. Like it was just a big like family street party on on down, um on Calle Ocho there on eighth street. Yeah. And uh, it rained for a little bit. It was perfect, man. It rained while we were inside eating dinner. Like gave us like the perfect view of like the rain falling in the street from the yeah, facade. Man. And then as soon as we cashed out, we it stopped raining. It was like perfect. That's but great, this was man. such a great little spot, man. Because you can, there's no. It's not like. Um, it's just it's very family oriented type place. Like you can get your food, your beers, and your like your coffee in the same place. Like we sat at the bar because we were waiting for a table. And then once we sat at the bar, we were like, fuck it, we're just going to stay here because it's so cool sitting here. Like we First we got around to Cuban coffees, and then we sat for a little bit. And then we got around to mojitos, sat for a little bit. And then we ordered dinner, ordered some more mojitos. And yeah, uh, yeah. they're just the best freaking mojitos I've ever had in my life, dude. What, real, what was, what was a piece cool? of real sugar cane sticking out of it. What was the it food was, like? Dude, the food was fucking incredible. The roast pork, that Cuban roast pork. Oh, on the fucking, dude, the, the sandwich was like... The bread was crispy but soft in the inside. Just that Cuban bread. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so fucking good, man. Holds all the juices in there, but it's still dude. got that crunch. I never thought, like, you know, you got the roast pork and you got the ham. That's that's fucking pig on pig, dude. And that's, it was so fucking delicious. It's good. 
You can't eat their bitches every day. No, no. <laughs> Believe me. I ate so much. Uh, between the all the sugar cane in the Cuban coffee and the mojitos, dude, that's mm. all I drank the whole time I was there was like mojitos and margaritas. It was all sugar. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to the we went to an art gallery. Saw um, they actually had a Picasso on display this weekend, so we That's got we cool. lucked out and got to see a Picasso. Nice. It was I think it was La Femme de Montre. That, nice. And yeah, dude. So we had a really good time. I'm sure some more stories will pop up as we as we come through. I think I think the two things I took away. One was uh, it was it's super expensive but worth every minute of it because I think I found my happy place. Like mm-hmm. this, that's the epitome. It's like the party of Las Vegas, but the laid backness of a beach town with the ocean of the Caribbean, the beach was, um, the water was, it was, the water was really choppy. We only went to the beach once because the water was kind of choppy that weekend and there was like a bunch of seaweed out there. So we we opted to like hang back. But dude, it's like, an, it's, it's a daytime party. It's a nighttime party. It's a beach party. It's a, or if you just want to relax, you can hang out at a hotel. The hotel was dope as fuck, dude. All these hotels are like um, Art Deco style. Like I felt, yeah, they, they, yeah. this had like a big square staircase coming down from our room. So every mm-hmm. time we walked down from our room to the lobby, I felt like Humphrey Bogart in like a, an old, you know, Key Largo or yeah. to have and have not. You know, it's, it was like the old timey Key, uh, you know, Florida tropical style hotels. It, it was just, it was really good. The other observation I made was there's a, the link, um, I noticed a little bit of a link between um, South Beach and Miami and Nashville was that there's both this they both have this little air of fakeness about them mm-hmm. but in, and then they there were some people um, I said Nashville was more like this um, Faith said Miami was more like this and then we can come to an agreement that I think there's probably a little bit of both of this in both cities but both cities have this air of fakeness about them and then there are certain people who are in on the joke. Like, you know how you walk around Nashville and everybody's kind of pretending to be something, but they know it? Yeah. It's all, everybody, it's like, some nobody, do, some, you know. Yeah, but then there's some people who are, they're, like, they, they actually believe it. Mm-hmm. They're not in on the joke, really. And I, I, I saw a lot of that in Miami. I was like, these people act, these people are living, like, a fake life. And, and they, they I, got, I, got the, I got the impression that they believed it. Like, sure, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, be, it, what's weird is you say there's a fakeness to it. I'm not sure if it, fake is a weird word to say. I, I feel like when you live in a city like Miami or whatever place has such a scene, you know, it's easy to, you know, get sucked in and become that, you know what I'm saying? And it's easy to make fun of it, you know? It's like if it's been cool for so long, eventually someone's going to turn it, their back on it, you know what I'm saying? But fakeness yeah i mean i, I don't know I'll i guess do. fake might be a wrong word but there's an, like an air of like if you walk around nashville there's this like there's a sort of this air of well some people know they're getting rich off this shit yeah and they're above it and there's a lot of people above it i mean oh, obviously you and i are, are have been here well i know i've been i'm born racer so i'm definitely above it but i understand that it's there i know what you mean i yeah. guess fakeness is okay it's definitely there. It's no but, different but than I Vegas. Think, I mean, some people, yeah, yeah. it's like when you have a city that has a certain situation like that, there's going to be a lot of different types of people that come into that situation looking for to, to take different things yeah. out of it, right? You know what I'm and saying? I, just, like, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you're in on the joke and you're doing, and you're like, you know, like when we went, when I went to Steeplechase, everybody at Steeplechase is kind of pretending to be, it's like, like I feel like there's elements of Nashville and 
Miami that it's almost like you're going to a big themed party that lasts like forever. Can I ask you a question? Are you yeah. talking about like the songwriters or are you talking about just, just the air? Or no, I'm talking about how anybody can come to Nashville and just from anywhere else and mm. become Nashvillean because we have our own little like there's like a there's like a Nashvillean this Nash Nashville has its own persona that really kind of accepts any other weirdos from other places. Mm-hmm. And but you can kind of with a new America. Like you see those guys walking around and they're all kind of dressed up in their like uh, affliction gear. You know, you don't see this too much anymore, but you see like the, the you affliction cowboys. Lot, you know, the, hey, you used to be one of those oh, boys. Oh yeah, a dude. Bit. I'm not going to not going to lie, dude. Not going to lie. But I used to make fun of you cats. But you kind of <laughs> know, but those guys know. Like they know what they're those doing. Those cats, I won't rope you in anymore. Well, but you know what's funny is though, is a lot of those guys that 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 I've met several people over over over. Hey, I can't talk. I'm starting to get a buzz over my life. I had a few before I even got here. Uh, but it's like some of them are. They really are. They bought in. Like they're a part of this thing, and they're like mm-hmm. that's all they think, and they they live and die. You know. But truth be told, a lot of those cats are the ones that make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But so I mean, but where's the line? You know, I mean, it's cheesy hating. to us because I think a lot of them are not gonna make it. And they keep trying past a certain point that they probably shouldn't, but I'm certainly not hating. I just I acknowledge the fact that there's that it's there though. Like there's to say there's, so there's only two people on the show, so I have to disagree with you just for the <laughs> point of it. <laughs> right? Well, that's what else the fuck right? else are we gonna talk about? Like Yeah, we I can't, see your we, point, we can't just sit here and agree on everything. I see your point, but there is another point to it too. Like that starry eyed little fucker that comes yeah. in town that makes it. I mean, eventually. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I mean, there's a lot to, of them. There's actually there you listen to the radio or they're on the radio. I you guess I'm, I'm I guess I'm talking about also like the fakeness of in the business. There's like a little bit of like you gotta pretend to like oh, be too, someone's way friend. Too much of that, like, man. you know, you gotta and it's not like pretending, it's just like you put on a different you like if I met if you met somebody like you, you could tell the people like when you meet them at a business event or a networking event, and then you could tell that they would not be the same person if you met them at a bar somewhere mm-hmm. like in a different city. It's like there's a persona of that people put on when they think they're supposed to be a certain way at a certain time. Oh yeah. And it's I, I'm I'm guilty of it, and I'm p- trying to find my way into just being a little bit more natural now when I go out and genuine. But I found the same thing kind of um, like in here in, in Nashville. I find it in in the industry in the you know in the, in the business music and arts and stuff in Miami I got that feeling from like all the people out there like doing the stereotypical Miami thing like you know you're just riding around you're you're eating at the sidewalk cafes and you're mm-hmm. you're pay, you're paying $33 for a lunch at a cafe somewhere and you and a you know $17 drinks and but and you're out I there will and you're not paid $17 and you're doing it <laughs> But, but you know what's funny? I bet if I was down there, how much was the Bud Light? It. Like ten you bucks or some shit. Like that. No, like, it's I'm like, it's just. The dude, Sorry, walking, got ladies out there, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a tight ass. Dude, it and you could find regular price drinks out there. It's just that walking down Ocean Drive, like on the beach there, that's like that would be their like Broadway, I get and it, I their stick is. Like, I get it. I've been in San Francisco. I've yeah. done it. Up. I've had a few. Experience. I. I Give it, okay, on vacation, I might pay seventeen dollars for a drink. Well, but it's almost like it's their off. shtick, you know. It's like if you come, yeah, yeah. If, if you come to, to to Nashville for the first time and you're walking down Broadway, you kind of have to stop in Tootsie's, because if, if it's sure. your first time, you know what I'm saying. So if it's if it was my first time walking down Ocean Drive, I figured I had to at least go in here. And but it's funny because 
they prey on people who just want to look fancy or want or want to do that. And the food is good, and the places are fancy. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's not a facade. They are. They, oh, they sure are. They are dope. nice places. There's legit but, spots. But there's no. You walk down and all the like the street at all like the the out, the outdoor restaurants like the sidewalk restaurants, and you realize that all the menus are kind of the same, mm-hmm. and they're all the exact same prices, and they're all just like generically set up. Like it's. Like once you, if you can see past the surface, you can see okay, this is their shtick. They yeah. just they try to sell fanciness. To me, it's no different than when like when you go to a resort somewhere or like on the Gulf Coast, for instance. It's no different to me. All the restaurants are kind of the same. You know what I'm saying? They just have their own little shtick. But yeah. So wait, what, what was the bigger point we had there? It was like uh, the fakeness, right? The fakeness. Yeah, yeah. That might be the name of the show. Motherfuckers be faking shit. <laughs> nah, but it was a lot of fun. I would definitely do it again, man. Yeah. If it um, it was expensive, but like I said, worth it. And Little Havana was worth. It. Actually, going to Little Havana made me super excited to actually go to Cuba. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah, dude, you should be. So what happened in the uh, in the hood while I was gone, man? Oh, shit, it was quite weekend, man. Yeah. I um, I told you my project closed, so mm-hmm. I'm sort of in this limbo period where we're waiting to get another one and uh. That whole thing. So I'm just closing up some records and stuff. And uh, so I spent a lot of time at the pool. It was fun. I got nice. a good tan going on, if you can't tell. Yeah, you walked in with your shirt opening, your beard kind of grown out. It looked like yeah. a... Yeah. I call that your leaving Las Vegas look, man. This <laughs> is my... <laughs> Welcome to Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, right. <laughs> it looks a little <laughs> like bit like Castro, man. I'm ready to go, you Got baby. your khaki military-style shirt yeah, on there. Like, All the way... Just got a button. I got one button. That's how I do it, man. Yeah, just not because I've officially the, given the up. I'm like, now that I have a girlfriend, now I I, I got fat on vacation. I'm like, I'm just letting it. I'm letting it go, dude. It's just fucking. No, you won't. I know you too well. Oh, dude, I tried. I tried to uh, not pay attention to it, but it's bothering me. Oh, I know. That's all good. That's and then, you, dude. Don't worry oh, about I had that. Okay, so do. I told you before we got on before we got on the air that I'm having a hard time getting over that after vacation drinking. Yeah. Like um it's a little bit of like being sad from not being on vacation and I'm a little like a little depressed that uh it's over. But mm-hmm. it, but then it's you know, you you build up, you build up and I didn't drink I, I didn't get hammered because I was with my I, I was with my you. daughter on yeah, vacation. Yeah. So but, but we you both still, you still drank every day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. and we but it's man, I, another point. We ate uh well like we were we didn't eat a lot, but we were not eating healthy. We were eating, you know, mm-hmm. vacation food. But but and we were drinking mojitos and Cuban coffee with tons of sugar in it, but we didn't, not we didn't feel bloated or like we gained any weight at all. Because first of all, you're, all the food is fresh and good. Mm. Oh yeah. And it's it's all portion controlled. You're like you when you, whether you're on a Cuban restaurant or whether you're on the strip, you know it's they're not giving you American sized giant portions. So sure. you're eating like regular food. Sure. And and then the drinks like you don't even really feel the sugar from because you're. Yeah, they're sugary, but they're fresh. Like all the lime juice is fresh. All the sugar is like real sugar cane, and you're walking around yeah. a lot. You're walking around a lot, so Sweating you're not a little bit too. Probably, yeah, I'm so sure. you're not like. And it wasn't until the very last day when we stopped on the way home and got a greasy ass burger at Margaritaville that I was like, oh, now I feel like all the food I ate in the vacation just came is in that hit, one hit burger. <laughs> it hit all at once. It was funny because. Yeah, yeah, you want to take a break? Yeah, take let's a break. take a break. I just, I didn't mean to cut you off though. I was just, I was giving you, look, here's the deal, a little radio secret here or podcast secret. I was giving him the break sign, mm-hmm. and but he called it out to you guys. Okay. All he had to do was just like, you know, I was just, you know, I'm not good at communicating. This, man. I'm not good at this. Like, dude, finish your story, dude. I've been on, I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm still in Miami, dude. I don't know what's going on here. I don't even know. 
It's all good, guys. We'll be back. We got some more Miami stories, some national stories. We'll figure something out. We'll man. talk about some boys. I'm going to talk about you, man. I want to make the whole show about me. But I do want to say I had a great time with my daughter, and we will definitely do it again. Way so more shout out man. to her. Shout out. Can we get it? So we'll see you guys when we get back. Welcome right. back to my Abby. Whoa. I tell you what, though, man. I never felt more at home before. Like, just wearing a Panama hat and linen shirts all all weekend. Dude, I feel so comfortable. That kind of awesome. shit's so comfortable. Even when we went out, I you just... can't get away with that shit in Nashville. Dude, I tried. <laughs> Everybody's I tried. wearing tight fucking I jeans tried. and shirts. Damn Nashville and their tight clothes. I love it. It's funny. I remember when it started changing. I was having... Actually, I had this conversation with Chase the other day. I was like, dude, we were watching a movie. Oh, I know what it was. It was Good Will Hunting. And, every, and it was, of course, in the 90s. And everyone's wearing, you know, back-ear clothes. Oh, you know? ass, yeah. And uh, I was like, damn it, I kind of miss those days. Back-ear clothes are so fucking comfortable, you dude, know? you can hide so much shit. <laughs> you can just, like, dude, okay, we went to... It's just so comfortable. We went like, to Rudy's last night. and shit. Like, fuck. Dude, we, I, I, all I wore was linen, linen all fucking weekend. And then I came home... And I we went to Rudy's last night, and I put on like a nice pair of like slim slim cut like slacks and shit, and like yeah. a button down, and I felt so constricted. I was like, yeah. oh, I just, everything's so tight. I just want to fucking draw my pants tight, not fucking <laughs> button them with a belt yeah, tight. Right. Here's right. a little shot to Keila for us. Here's to uh, Mayday Brewery and uh, Tony and his uh, daughter Kimmy's successful vacation. Thank you. In Miami, and uh, here's to me just being beautiful. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll cheers to that anytime. <laughs> Man. Well, we got one more adventure in the summer left. We're actually just trying to figure that out now, but we're hoping we get another beach trip in. If we do that, we'll definitely take the equipment down there and pot again. Uh, yeah, we'll do a beach cast 2018. Mm-hmm. What was our last beach cast? It was 2016. Oh, man. It had, yeah, it had to be. And that was just us. I, I mean, if we. Hopefully, we'll be going down with some friends this time. You know so what's funny is when we did that, we were amateurs, mm-hmm. so we sucked anyways. Yeah. And we were super shit-faced. Dude. Super happy. that was one of the first times we ever did a super shit-faced yeah. podcast. And trying to get girls from the beach. Trying to, we were trying to convince girls from the beach to come back to the hotel room to yes. podcast with them. We were like, because we were like, we were, I remember it was like we had like two hours left on the beach maybe. Mm-hmm. And we were like, shit, we should find somebody for the podcast. And we are just drunk as hell trying to talk to girls like, come get on our podcast. They probably didn't even know Nobody what a podcast, knew what the fuck a podcast was. Yeah. was. Much less, you know, did they give a fuck, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's great. Tony's going to pick us out some, uh, some Miami-esque no, I wanted to, uh, music. I wanted to play the, which apparently, what apparently is the uh, official song of Miami, because I heard this everywhere we went. Okay. It's a. Hey, Google, turn it up 30%. Dura? Uh-huh. Okay. This apparently was at every single bar. In, in the in the cars, on so the radio. This is the 2018 Miami this is like summer the jam, hit. This yeah, is yeah. I mean, don't shut up. Please keep describing. And I don't these. feel, and I'm not being uh, sexist or uh, misogynistic. <laughs> Even my daughter noticed it, dude. Like all the Cuban girls in there have giant asses. Yeah, because they do a lot of squats. And me and me and Kimmy out. were like, we're at the bar, like pointing them out. Like, look at that. 
It's funny. It's one of those things you okay. You gotta take notice of, and then you're like, all right, let's not stare. No, no, Mama no, said, no. don't touch. No, I uh, very happy with my relationship. <laughs> I don't need hey, to. Hey Google. Hey Google. Turn it down twenty percent. We have heard enough of this song for the last four days. Fucking. Do it up. Not a Yankee is all. Do it Nice. So uh, I could see shake, I could see some booty shaking to this track. Dude, even when I was okay, so I spoke a little Spanish down there, but to be honest, I could have spoke more except I was afraid I was I was um embarrassed that I was gonna mispronounce something. Yeah. Uh, everybody ke- keeps telling me, no, don't worry about it, you know, just do it. And uh but I would I actually was surprised at myself. I understood a lot more than I thought I would. People would speak to me, and I would understand what I would see. I would understand what they were saying, but I was too shy to answer them back in Spanish. Well, as long as you, if you do answer back, as long as you do that sort of coy, sort of as you're like doing you're it, it, you know, like, like you're, you're trying, trying it, it yeah. you try it on purpose, sort of like uh, do the uh first, and then you go like uh, you know, and then you lay into it, then you buy yourself an out. Then then they yeah, appreciate yeah. the fact that you're trying, much like the French do apparently, like. Apparently, like, if you approach a French person, they appreciate if you try in French try. first, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and then, like, I'm stupid American. Well, I think the way Help it was, find the fucking loo what I noticed in Miami was they'll talk to you first, and then whatever whatever language you answer them in is what they'll talk to you in, you know, it's like, so... Who says this? Um, it's just what I noticed down there. And down there, yeah. So, like, the uh, we go, we'd go into a bar, and the waiter would always start in Spanish, but then if I answered him in English, he would switch to English. Yeah, so... Was, I mean, nobody's trying it, but there was there was never any like animosity about it. There was no like there was n- never once did the language thing like bother me. I I, yeah. I loved it. Like yeah. there was even you know what else I loved? Oh, I fucking love this dude. I, Here it comes. I'm excited. He's getting pumped. I'm excited. Dude, this is what I've been waiting for. When you get into a fucking Uber or a Lyft in Miami, they don't fucking talk to you. I disagree with this. Okay, I saw your post on Facebook. Can you hold that thought one second? I'm uh-huh. gonna go grab a beautiful Mayday blonde. <laughs> well, let me fill everybody in. Fill everybody in. Um, on the post I made, it seems that Nashville is the uh, in all my travels. Nashville is the only place I've noticed where the fucking Lyft drivers want to have a goddamn conversation with you. Just I, d- I don't want to talk to you. I just let me now. At first I fucked up and I would ride in the front seat because I thought it was like I thought I was like I was cool. I was being conversational. I wanted to be fucking. I wanted to be in with this hip new thing. But now I'm I'm resigning more to treating it like a cab where I'm like. Dude, when you get in the when you get in a lift in Miami, they like you just get in the back seat and they don't even like they ask you where you're going and if you talk to them they end, like it's a weird thing like you, there's no like they don't appreciate it no like there's no awkwardness about not talking or talking you just do what you want but like sure. if you just want to sit in the back and look at your phone the whole time it's fucking fine yeah I remember your post you were saying like you were hating on Nashville Lyft and Uber drivers because they uh talk cause they much. talk too much yeah. I disagree I mean because. It's, that's because it's the south. It's, 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 it's see, the, it's but see, you grew up here, southern so you probably talk too much too. When you get in, you have that thing. When you get in the car, you it's like southern hospitality. To I, I I disagree. I think you and I have t- taken several lifts together. You oftentimes talk to him more than I, I do. do. Let's and because I because be I, I feel awkward if I don't say something. But now after traveling a little bit, I've realized in other cities they don't really do that. You can just get in the back and just cruise. Yeah, I'm just saying. Don't hate. I love. We love you, Lyft and Uber drivers. <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I love Lyft and, Lyft and Uber, man. <laughs> Taking care of me. Actually, <laughs> fucked Uber. I'm all about Lyft. Fucked Uber. Uber is fucked. Fuck Uber. I go by whoever really has the uh, lowest prices. I just go with Lyft. Fuck Uber. I went from Lyft to Uber 
when they first came here because I was tired of the pink mustaches. I think that was stupid. But now that they've um, foregone the pink mustache. Thank I God they did that. What were they again. thinking with that shit? They were totally biting into like a, a one little one-off hipster moment yeah, with the mustache. Like, hey, can you get some music going? Because yeah. uh, you got me on that Miami groove. It was a, um, well, they were a San Francisco-based at first, so I think it was that whole like San Francisco pink mustache kind yeah. of. Sorry, I'm looking now. Nothing says uh, Tony, 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 good podcast Tony, better than uh, Tony, Tony, some dead air while I try to pick out some fucking some music to listen to. Right before I left, I went on a. Uh, I told you guys I think about my Tupac phase. <coughs> and uh, oh, how about all these '80s music? <laughs> Play me something good, man. <laughs> Come on now. Dead space. We're cutting this part out of the show. Fuck it, we're leaving it in. Blah, blah. Oh, this is like that that vine that's based off that girl turns around with the glasses. She's like, Hey Google, turn it up to fifteen percent. Why don't you pick a fucking song and let's let's do this podcast? Uh, <laughs> the '80s music is kind of <laughs> like fucking Miami, because man, oftentimes I feel like people hate on '80s music, but I'm sorry, folks. You know what? My dad was 21 years old when I was born in 1981. So he loved new wave music. He loved all the modern 80s shit mm-hmm. that people like to make fun of. So I grew up on that shit. And I gotta say, man, some of the best melodies and instrumentation and fucking cool-ass fucking pop songs were in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why people still sing this shit at fucking like, karaoke, because it's awesome. Dude, I mean, there's a... There's a big uh, party that happens here every Sunday in Nashville where the, the, the highlight of the day is fucking Sunday Fun Day 80s band. Like it, I resent the fact that you can no longer have a saxophone lead in your song. <laughs> Dude, just uh, there's nothing better now. We need to bring back horn sections. For real, guys. Hey, go see Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Speaking of Bruce Springsteen, man, are you... That's uh, the sound of a mayday. Yes, I am doing a Bruce Springsteen cover for my show. You're, you're, I don't want to give too much away, but you're November doing... November 21st at the doing, Pond in Franklin. You're doing one of the creepiest Springsteen songs. <laughs> no, it's an asshole song, yes, but it's not creepy. <laughs> Heavy Heart. Oh, no. Okay, you're doing Heavy Heart. Okay, yes. never Which mind. Which one did you think I oh, was Oh, I doing? got mistaken. For some reason, I was thinking... Uh, Heavy Heart... Is Heavy Heart is one of my favorite songs because it, it sings to me because it's it's about drifters in a sort of way. Like the whole River album is about a drifter basically, but that song in particular, it's just like I don't know, man. I met a girl in Baltimore, Jack. I took a wrong turn. I never went back. You know what I'm saying? It's about those people that do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got Which mixed speaks up. Speaks to me. Man. So you know, that's actually a good song. I can't wait to hear you sing it. I was thinking I got mixed up. I thought you were doing. Oh, I'm on fire. Is that Bruce? Song? <laughs> Which one are you talking about? I'm on fire. Oh yeah. Where he's talking about um, no, you know, no, no, no. Hey little no. girl, is your daddy home? <laughs> I'm. It's. <laughs> hey, Google. Play Bruce Springsteen, Heavy Heart. <laughs> All right, Hungry Heart by Eastry. I said Heavy Heart. Hungry Heart, I'm sorry. I'm a little buzzed on the May Day. 
Okay. Because oh, there yeah. was a, there was another podcast I was listening to today that brought up that they brought up I'm on fire and I was like, oh shit, Chris is doing that song. And then I listened to the lyrics of it and I was like, oh, that's fucking creepy as hell. Why would you think I would know? Oh, I don't know. I don't... Fuck that, brother. I don't know, man. I don't know. You're on fire sometimes. I don't know. Get some Baltimore Jack. I even gotta do it. I'm singing it like him too. He does that nasally. That the cool thing about this song, if you guys can hear this in the background. This is one of those Bruce Bron- Bruce Springsteen songs where he stepped away from his mm-hmm. normal vocal sound. Yeah, he's singing a lot higher in this song. He, he's he's singing higher and he's putting that uh, that uh-huh. sort of thing on it. You know what I'm saying? That Kermit the Frog sound on it <laughs> is what I like to call it in the vocal. It's different, man. It's almost like when Bob Dylan came to Nashville and he did the Nashville album. Mm-hmm. Um, he changed his voice for that album. You know, that entire album. It's like... That's like one of the, you know, yeah. one of the only albums he did. The same thing that Bruce is doing here with that kind of sound on the top of your vocals. Bob Dylan did the same thing when he came to Nashville and did his yeah. album here. You know what I'm saying? Nashville yeah. Skyline. And it's funny. Like, that's what I like about the song. And the message itself speaks to me because I'm definitely a wanderer and a drifter. There's a lot of lonely people in the Husack family because we've always been very mm-hmm. self uh, what do you know what I'm saying? Like, selfish, maybe, in a way. Self-absorbed? But or self- or yes. Okay. Fuck. Uh, self-absorbed, but we're able to be, I'm able to be by myself. I don't mind being lone. Oh, lone, so okay. There's a lot of loners. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I was going for. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't trying to be rude. I was trying to think of what you were trying to say. No, self, uh, uh, I'm able to take care of myself. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. And so it's like. You don't, you can subsist on your own. I subside. absolutely yeah. can. And I've never, I don't, I don't. Uh, I don't sit around wishing for love or thinking about it. You know, I do want it, and I do get lonely because I I've think been. You just wrote a Bruce Springsteen song right there. That's right. <laughs> I've been by myself for a long time. And it's like, yeah, I do, and I also like I've realized the mistakes I've made, and I've lost love because of my own mistakes, and like I'm very aware of my shit. So it's like this song song speaks to me mm-hmm. because I do have a hungry heart, but at the same time, it's like I also know that that it's a choice to have a hungry heart you know what i'm saying like i don't have to mm-hmm. because i know i'm okay by myself you know what i'm saying like gonna feed that bam that was way deeper than <laughs> anyone ever needed <laughs> but it's the truth though man you know me i'm fucking 37 years old never been yeah. married never had kids i'm a fucking goddamn drifter and there's a lot of them in my family you know what i'm saying like out of my grandmother's six kids only two of them actually ever settled down and did shit the other four were lonesome drifters you know what i'm saying like my dad included you know i got a hungry heart and i got a famished soul damn it boys we got uh you put those two together you can conquer the world or you just or you you just have a depressing ass fucking (laughs) uh, depends on how you look at it see i went positive with it but you took it to the negative i was like you know if you got that big of a cup to fill you better fill that bitch up no no no, I mean that's uh, you got that hungry heart, dude, searching for love. I got that fucking soul who always never satisfied. I was looking for the next thing. Uh, but it's it's funny what you say about the vocal stuff though, because you could definitely tell like decade wise or time era wise in music how that happens. Like you notice like in the early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands, all the rock bands were going to that like they they went away from the nasally like and they went to the R the her her her. Oh god. It's one of the worst things that ever happened in rock and roll. Yeah, the 2000s, like early 2000s. I mean, I know you like. Okay, I'm not gonna get stuck. Hear me, Spooker. And then, uh, 
I have. I, I know exactly have. what you mean. What if I? Oh, the fucking all that shit, dude. God, you know what? It, that just speaks to American rock. No, I disclude uh, uh, Pearl Jam from that because they're amazing, but so much American rock is just trash. <laughs> I hate to admit, and like all the Europeans, that's why they fucking hate American bands, and we're rightfully so. They're terrible. I mean, for the most part. I mean, there's a lot of. It's funny. It's like America invented rock and roll, but the fucking British fucking perfected it, dude. And it's the truth. It's the fucking truth. And it's like. It will probably always be that way because for some fucking reason, you know what? I know what reason is because their civilization was around 2,000 years before ours ours was, but they're just so ahead of times. You know what I'm saying? They're always ahead of the fucking curve, and it's like you know. Just saying, man. There's a lot of super fucking shitty American bands out there. I think also they take the time to perfect things, whereas Americans were like, if it's not easy, if we can't get there on American Idol, we're like, ah. Fuck. Everything's easy because everyone in America is trying to write that goddamn 15 second first verse, 30 second curse chorus 30 seconds you know you gotta have your fucking chorus within the first whatever and i don't know it's yeah. but it's not even that it's not even formulated it's fucking style man it's just it's like an inherent thing that the british tend to have that we don't have in america as far as rock music is concerned hey google hey google turn this down 10 percent i've had enough the boss is yelling at me <laughs> Oh, both of my Googles went off at the same time. Anyways, I rant. But, uh, yeah. So, well, this was a little mini show to, that we just wanted to give you guys yeah. uh, because we were, uh, I was out of town last week. So thanks, Chris, for hooking us up on a uh, Wednesday here. I like these shows, man. I like these little catch-up shows. Yeah, I like, I like when there's no one else around, too, and we, just, we get to just hang out for an hour. Yeah. Uh, I guess I go out there and vote because uh, if you're from Nashville, because we uh we finally figured out who's going to go to uh, the state, which would either be Bredesen or uh, White. What's her name? Marsha, no, Blackburn. Marsha Blackburn mm-hmm. and Phil Bredesen going for the Senate. Dude, there was deal. a... I saw so a... Go out there and vote for your I saw local a Ma- election. I saw a Megan Barry t-shirt in Goodwill the other day, and I almost bought <laughs> it just for the fucking hell of it. Are you fucking kidding me? Why did you not buy it? I don't know. I, oh, I, my I, God, I really Tony. If I were you, and if I could, like, switch bodies for, like, him or wine, like, I would totally have bought that shirt. I almost got it just oh, for the joke should, of it. You should have. You totally, I would have totally rocked that shirt. I bet it might still be there. We'll see. So, yeah, so there's that. Uh, and then... We have our beer coming out next week. We have, actually, yes, next week we have a band on. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't want to promote anything before it happens, so I'll just say we have a like a folk band coming on. We do we? Are mm-hmm. we? Are we set though? We're yeah. Oh no, they're confirmed. Okay. I just don't want to uh, plug anything in case anything happens. I don't want to be the guy who plugs the show that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we ha- we're actually filled we'll plug up. Plug it anyways. Maybe they'll check yeah, well, us out before we the have show a, happens. We, yeah, well, I mean, we have a. If they band. don't show up, then that's bad on them. That's True. not yes, a bad indeed. on us. We have a band coming on called the Rosewood Rebels. Yeah, so there you go, the Rosewood Rebel, Rebel, Rebels. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we have a. Sherry Buzz. Yeah, was, Chris was, has had a couple. Chris's new character. I've had I, I've had a few drinks, folks. Mayday. Um, the Rebel. Anyways, yeah, we should absolutely look, guys. Yeah. We have Rosewood oh, Rebels, and then we have... You said it too. I just made you Rebels. Say it. You the Rosewood it. Rebels. <laughs> and then... That is kind of hard to say. And then after that, we have um, we have some of the... We, you guys are promoting a show. Uh, we, we're going to have a little bit well, of... Okay. 
we we were going to have Malibu Blackout, which is my band, but Woody ended up having to go out of town for work. So uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to have some folks. We're playing a show the following week. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to have some folks from those bands come out. We're just going to have a hangout show. Sure. It's not, it's not, we're not promoting a show because the show comes out the day after the show. It's a Thursday show. Mm -hmm. And the podcast comes out the next day. But don't you have another gig coming up? We do. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got. So we can promote that. So we'll promote that. But really, it's just about folks coming on we're just going to talk music mm-hmm. and we're going to talk uh you know bands and talk shit I'll and probably then really the week after that the bit. last week of august we have uh my lovely girlfriend faith kelly yes. and her co-writer coming on to talk about their new single that's about to drop yep um it's pretty badass i can tell you i have all the inside scoop on it because it's happening around me mm-hmm. and then uh after that we have uh we have things in the works for September. We don't have anything locked down yet. Well, we got we Beachcast. We're going to do probably Labor what, what, When is Labor Day? Labor Day. That's the first it weekend? This is the last weekend in August. The last weekend of August. Monday is September 1st. Everybody has that Monday off, September 1st. Oh, shit. So that means we do the podcast that Friday and then we leave, what, after the podcast or Friday or Saturday morning? Who's the podcast with? On That's the, with Faith. On the 26th? Yeah. Should we? Uh, I guess we are. Push, should we do that podcast on Thursday? Maybe we should. <laughs> I didn't realize that <laughs> well, was the same day. <laughs> I never. Well, we don't. You never give me any plans, man. What we're doing? All right. So. Well, I. Okay. Here's the deal. Um. Well, wait. Never mind. This is conversation for off. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we got faith coming up, and then we're gonna fucking we're gonna do a little mini cast at uh, at, at the uh, beach, and we'll we'll post that one like a midweek show just for yeah. you, just for okay. you fine okay. folks out there. I mean, we can post that later on. I just didn't know that we were leaving that that weekend. It is that was, it's the it's last that weekend, weekend in August. So, okay. Yeah. So that's beach weekend. Um. So we need to figure that out. So we we'll figure see. it out. But yeah. either way, you know, we're gonna, we're still gonna do a cast on the beach. So that'll that maybe it'll be an extra cast. That'll be yeah, a yeah. midweek. You know, sort of get you through your. Uh, it'll be a hump day cast. We're not. We're just. Um, you guys can listen to us being retarded on the beach. Now we're working. This is an off-air conversation, but we're no. Work- let's keep let's keep we're, it off-air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go like too TMI. Yeah. What are we doing here? This is um. <laughs> this is not, sharing bus. We're, we're not. Oh, we're sharing. We're sharing with the whole. We're, we're sharing our personal plans now with the, with the. You guys are getting behind the scenes sneak peek on how me and Chris organize things. How our conversations go. So we're not c- cutting each other off. We're not we're um. We're not taking any. <laughs> we're not taking any additional time off work, right? We're just doing a three-day weekend. Uh, I'm taking the Friday off. Okay. For show. All right. And well, like I said, this is a fucking conversation for off the GD air, guys. I love you. Your boy, Chris Hurricane, who sucks out. Peace and love. I got to say, uh, uh, you know, take care of your fellow man and woman and your children. Don't let your children wander in the streets. Mm-hmm.